Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. This show is brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Scrolls Lorecast, a place where the Elder Scrolls community can come together to discuss the boundaries of our knowledge about the universe of the Elder Scrolls. Adventurers, welcome back to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. This is your host, Tom or Robots. As usual, I'm here with my good buddy, the Lotus of Doom. Lotus, welcome back to the show. How's it going? Things are well. Things are well. We just uh, finished our pre-weather cast that we like to do. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's February still as we as we record this episode, and we were talking about how crazy the weather is from going like super cold in both of the places we live. And we joke yeah. about it. You live up in the northeast. I live in the southeast, and in both places it got uh, strangely warm today. Um, yeah, it's but, a little. It's, it's very unseasonable where I am right now. <laughs> yeah, in both places it's, it was almost ninety degrees down here, uh, and it was yeah. like freezing almost like two or three days ago so uh, weird stuff but um but in the world of tamriel we've been covering the uh the darker side of things we talked about mirak last week and we've been talking about the villains of skyrim and uh with one more week until we have our patrons back on i've been thinking about some of the other villains that we could be covering in skyrim specifically and i was like oh we could talk about the other dlc with the vampires and stuff but i feel like that's a whole big can of worms because there's mm-hmm. a lot to go over the dawn guard and all the other stuff right there's we could do an entire month talking about dawn guard and the vampires and Ser- serana and all of yeah that stuff, right? individually broken up into their own things absolutely so I started thinking through all the other villain type characters that you come in, in contact with. And um, there's one that I I want to I want to hit on. And, and I think that we're going to start this off with a uh, content warning, particularly because yeah, maybe for this episode. Um, I mean, we've got the explicit tag because Elder Scrolls Surprise is is definitely not exactly a um, all ages affair. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is a little more screwed up than some of the other stuff yeah i I would say that this guy is probably the creep he puts the creep in uh in i don't know he's maybe we should just say he's the creepiest of the necromancers he puts the uh sarcastic romance and necromancy maybe hmm Oh, I wish he wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, in a in a very uh, dark and sinister kind of uh, yeah, I, I doesn't ask permission do that, kind of way. Y- y- you might be right, but I wish he wouldn't do that. <laughs> don't, don't put the romance in necromancy. <laughs> don't put the romance in necromancy. So uh, so we're talking about Arondil, and I think maybe that's how you pronounce his name, Arondil. That's how I've always said it for mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. For, for you know what it's worth. <laughs> yeah, for for what it's Ugh. worth. Um, so. there's so many ways you can skin a cat um let's (laughs) there's so many ways you can raise the dead let's oh god let's go into this from the perspective of well what do you do in the real world lotus when you're a a lonely bachelor and you don't know how to talk to ladies and you spend too much time on the internet and you get frustrated with 
with things. You you become a necromantic incel. Yeah, well, I think that's probably what you do in the real world, right? So yeah, absolutely. I mean, right, <laughs> right. If you're just, if you're living in Tamriel, if you're living in Skyrim, and you don't have the internet, chances uh, are you you spend you a, don't have the internet. You don't have the internet to you know lash out against women and be frustrated and attracted at, at them at the same time. Then you turn into a you know a, a conjurer you st- you spend a little bit too much time poring over your conjuration books and uh you, you start wondering what happens if you uh use some of those conjuration spells on some of the ladies in town Ugh. and you know your, your mind you spend a little bit too much time by yourself because you've driven everybody else away and you start going to these very dark places yeah yeah this yeah, is why yeah. everybody needs a friend and I have a feeling that Arondale drove all of his friends away a long time ago. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine he's on the short list of people that want to befriend him. Yeah, it's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. So let's let's get into the details here. The, Arondale is a high elf. He was originally a conjurer and he started dabbling in necromancy. And he he originally lived in Dawnstar, where he was studying well, he, he took up studying techniques to reanimate the dead. And uh, I, I have a feeling he's the kind of guy who just um, didn't have very many encounters with the fairer, uh, the, the fairer gender, the fairer sex. Uh, I, again, can't, can't imagine why this guy uh, <laughs> really just, you know, when I think of speech, ma- mastercraft and speech, <laughs> speech to 100, you know, actually, this is not this guy's uh, this guy's be, below novice level, I'm going to guess at this point. Probably, probably. And so yeah. uh, I probably spent a lot of time wondering what it would be like to talk to a lady. Mm-hmm. And um, so he started figuring out ways to force it to happen, which uh, led to the locals thinking that he was a, a super weirdo and a creep. Um, and then yep. they uncovered a little bit more about what he was actually doing using his magic to force encounters with women, which uh, led him to be uh, kicked out of town. And it seems like rightfully so. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I think that's probably the, you know, like, hey, we, we don't want this guy in our town anymore. I mean, when it comes down to something like this, it's either what uh, kicked out imprisonment or death. Well, right. It, it seems like simply assuming someone like this will get the hint is is not going to be the case um mm-hmm. and and you know this is definitely going to be one of those situations where if it's not dealt with you don't know how how far this could actually go and you obviously in any type of reasonable situation wouldn't want something like this to escalate so you know you kind of got to remove the problem when that person won't cooperate in any way or anything like that. And it right. seems like he's absolutely going to fit the bill on that. And kind of, he's the part of the equation you can remove. Right. Well, the, the straw on the camel's back, the final straw on the camel's back was when they discovered that he was performing experiments of the dead. And it was, yeah, that's also not a selling point, not a selling point. So the, I mean, there was the whole, he was being creepy around the ladies and this kind of yeah. thing. But once they realized that he was actually practicing necromancy, which is highly illegal, they had a legitimate reason for kicking him out of town. They were like, right. Okay. You're breaking the law here. You're not just a creep. 
you're not just somebody that we're we think is kind of sketchy you're actually breaking the law get out we don't want to have have you around right it, it it's the you know it's the concrete way that they don't need to be like well we are we're worried about what this is going to lead to well now they have like legal cause to remove the remove the thing before anything gets worse theoretically right Right. now as the quest proves that it does get worse it it does get worse (laughs) now one of the one of the other uh uh really disturbing details about this is that all of the bodies found that he was practicing necromancy on were women he was very particular about which bodies he was using for his study of necromancy, which leads you to wonder why he was choosing specific ones. But yeah. we'll get to that it's a little best bit. Probably more. not to wonder why. Yeah, maybe just kind of don't <laughs> don't dig into that too much. But so in the quest line, you come across somebody who was interested in uncovering his journals, and yep. we're going to go into the contents of each of these journals. So here we go. Let's just dig in. And again, if this stuff is too disturbing for you, feel free to click off the podcast. But this is. This is Elder Scrolls content. This is in the game. We're not making anything up that isn't already there. No, so. and 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 this is not supposed to be a thing. Like he kind of is a really good villain because this should be pretty reprehensible. Yes. <laughs> like that yeah. that's the thing. This should be bad. You should be kind of skeeved out by this guy. Mm-hmm. It's what he was kind of designed to to trigger you into feeling. Absolutely. So here's the first journal and it is uh it is labeled day one it seems the cretans cretans i mean who uses words like cretans well somebody like this of Dawnstar are not quite and it, the word here is a but it probably means as but there's a a miswritten word here a foolish as i had summarized they found my experimentations and needless to say were not pleased with what they saw no matter, my work can only flourish without the distractions of living amongst the unenlightened. So this is, I mean, <clears throat> going into real world stuff here, this is something that legitimately happens with people where they feel like they know more than everyone else. And everyone yeah. else is just not as enlightened as they are. And right. so that's why they can justify the terrible things that they're doing. Right. So this is actually yeah. in line with like messed up human psychology um, or elven psychology in this in this case. The, it goes on and says, I have found a cave off to the north coast of Skyrim that will be more than sufficient to, or I'm sorry, for my continued studies. The ruins of Ingvild should hold the materials I need to learn more about reanimating and enslaving the dead. So again, not just reanimation. Yeah, it's right out the gate there's not even any neutrality where he thinks he's doing something good it's it's right out the gate from this guy like i want to control people because i don't have control of my own life right right on a personal note i will in all caps will miss the young maidens maidens not not even just women maidens of dawnstar such beauty was intoxication sorry i just had to and he really wants to be a poet i just had to vomit in my own throat for a second i often found my thoughts wandering around them imagining secret encounters between myself and one or two of the local girls dot 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 
so again like fantasizing control all of these yeah. kinds of things um then we move on to the second document and it is labeled day eight and again this is his journal I have established a temporary workstation in the cold caves and have found multiple burial chambers within the snow and ice burial chambers already there, right? This was already a burial place, right? While in the first chamber, I exhumed a few test subjects, all female. So he pulls out all rare already buried bodies that have been there for who knows how long you know of other people you know, like yep. past people buried here doesn't care about like you know dealing with the fact that like somebody else cares about the fact that these are buried people how long they've been here respecting the dead none of that well that's that's kind of something i'm glad you just brought up because it's very apparent that someone like this does not have respect for not even just respect for the dead but it, He's clearly just to a new level of objectification of other life where it's just like, this is clearly all just like, this is here because, well, I can do something with it, which is very disturbing. That's, that is a concerning mindset to say the least. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It goes on. It says, I was stunned to find my mind wandering again to the women of Dawnstar as I examine my find. So looking at these dead, long time probably, dead, buried bodies makes him think about these living maidens of Dawnstar. He's Mm -hmm. connecting the two, right? At first, I was slightly disturbed by my thoughts. So like the, the, the little bit of semblance he has of humanity, like starts to kind of, you know, bubble to the surface at first. But later I found myself reevaluating. Yeah. <laughs> and then exactly. he starts to push it back down. Like, oh, no, no, no. Like, ooh, ooh no. there's that pesky morality. Get oh, rid of that. Get rid of, get rid of that. Mm, don't need that. Day nine, the next day. The first trials went splendidly. He just gets right to work. Just straight at it. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, you know what? All that morality, we're, de- we're over that. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I took some Pepto-Bismol. Don't gonna, not going to think about it again. <laughs> that weird feeling in the pit of my stomach, all gone. <laughs> all gone. All gone. It was good. Real yeah. good. I took a big dump. It <laughs> got yeah, it out of my system. On. <laughs> Each subject was reanimated in a state of total complacency. Bending to my every task and whim, I have ordered a few of my new servants to guard the island, while the rest will act as my personal entourage, standing by me at all times standing watch over me while i sleep again um, oh, sorry <laughs> just, <laughs> uh, there's that pesky morality getting in your way <laughs> yeah the pizza's starting to bubble up in my stomach a little bit all right so uh, journal number three starts on day 21 and it says an intriguing development tonight my guards again the the dead bodies that he's reanimated of of these women are his guards right today my guards have brought me a trespasser they found near the cave at first i was understandably upset not only was i disturbed during one of my few moments alone with my favorite servant oh no Uh -uh. nope 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 Yeah, uh, but I recognize the trespasser as a milkmaid from Dawnstar, somebody that he knew from the town that he was kicked out of. 
She remembered me as well and made bold claims that I had been lurking near her at all hours. What lies? And like, okay, pause. We know that just a week and a half, two weeks before this moment, that looking at these dead bodies, which he's been spending way too much time with, which made him think about the milkmaid and the other maidens of Dawnstar, got him thinking about these women back at the town again. Was he sneaking back into town to, like, creep on the girls again? Yeah. And that's why they followed him back to this place? I mean, it seems inevitably like, yes, <laughs> would yeah. be what I would assume. I think um, that's what's implied here. And then by creeping on them, I think that the and this is this is definitely adult territory here. I think by yeah. creeping on them, it also kind of got his, uh, you know, his blood riled up a little bit. And he would yeah. come back to spend some alone time with his favorite dead servant in order to you know do his his little his dirty things his, and then yeah and then uh she happened to have followed him back and noticed what was going on there and then had confronted him right right so he says what lies true i had taken notice of her on occasion but she was nowhere near the most noticeable of the maidens in town okay now what scumbag has ever been been like put in his place by a woman and then immediately said, well, you're not that hot anyway. Yes. Right. This is like, like that's immediately yeah. the thing that, that every, every douchebag does when a woman puts him in, in, in his place. Right. It's like, Oh, you're not that hot anyways. It's like, right. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is exactly yeah. like, this is exactly what guys like this do is they lash back out and they're like, well, you're, which is, which is totally just picking on themselves by saying like, well then why why were you interested <laughs> like <laughs> yeah no it's it's just deflection behavior like right out the gate um and, and that's that's just it it's all around this dude is like the ultimate creepo stereotype <laughs> absolutely absolutely right so which which just all the more makes you just hate his guts you know right yeah he's just like oh, he is God. a turbo sleaze turbo sleaze yes um so uh, it, it goes on and says her continued accusations coupled with my fear of more uninvited guests led me to conclude that she would never return to Dawnstar. He concluded Ugh. that she would never return because, well, he wasn't going to let her. Right. Right. So now he's going to upgrade to murder. Yes. So my servants were quick to carry out my sentencing because, of course, they would do anything he, he said. So basically he was like get rid of her and that's what he did her body is here next to me as i write this funny her eyes are still so full of life perhaps i will try my new experiment tonight using fresher materials and now the sociopathy has shown up and he's turning into a serial killer yes so now he's got a fresh body and yeah he's even even he's just descending more and more into you know just necromantic madness and then his final yeah. his final journal, which starts on the 28th day, says the new experiment has proven a success. The milkmaid whose name still escapes me. He doesn't even remember her name. That's how much he's objectified her. She's just an object. She's not a person. Yep. Was revived as the others bowing to my commands with only one interesting development. She has reformed incorporeally, 
more fan more phantasm than reanimated dead as her glowing visage stood before me i found my hand reaching out to touch her as my fingers passed through her i felt a sensation unlike any other as if her essence were invigorating my very soul connecting with me on a level no woman of flesh and blood could do this discovery is life-changing <laughs> i feel like this is the equivalent of somebody like just politely saying thank you and like holding the door for this guy and he immediately is like oh god it's love type of deal right right like <laughs> because he has yeah. zero idea of what any type of human interaction is like right absolutely and then one so, week later we have the, the 35th this is the final entry i have ordered my older servants to go out and find any more subjects that may have become lost with the discovery of the inner sanctum deeper within or still within yingvild i should have sufficient room to store many new materials until i can transform them into will willing slaves i look back on my daydreams whilst living in dawnstar and wonder if they were in fact potent portents of times to come so he's been everything he's done is now confirmed to him that he's doing what he should be doing and he should continue to fill up his new uh, sanctum with more victims, basically. Lovely. Wonderful. 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 Good plans there, buddy. So <laughs> those are <laughs> uh, in chat. Rob, the princess says we've all encountered guys who act like that. But imagine imagine the biggest biggest douchebag, you know, now given the powers of like a, a necromancer. Like what? Uh what a terrible terrible situation yeah this is this is not somebody you want to have any degree of power either because it's obviously this person is very mentally concerning uh and then you give them the power to do something like this through necromancy or any type of mage power in this world where you can control magic and stuff like that and that is that is not a good combo that that is a recipe for disaster <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely so i can i mean i i have a brief memory of dealing with this quest but I haven't gone back and played it in years. Do you, I know that when I brought this up to you, Lotus, you you remember? Oh yeah! It, it, as this. soon as you posted that one, I was like, "Ugh, okay, yep." <laughs> um, with me, I remember. Uh, I, I've done this quest a few times, and I mean, I am definitely your quintessential murder hobo in these games, anyways. Mm -hmm. um, where I and and then you know I steal anything that isn't nailed down but a lot of times i don't pay any real attention but i do love reading the books and with this character once i saw what was going on it's kind of just the original thing so to speak that i i specifically remember that i was just like oh boy this i get to be a hero for a change instead of a murder hobo because we're, we're not ending this anyway but with violence um and kind of funny enough going forward i always if i remember try to grab this quest just because it's one of the few things i always joke that it's like well i made a difference <laughs> because it just i enjoy putting a stop to this guy <laughs> he's yeah. just the worst um 
but yeah, it, this is just, this is definitely one of those side quests that I feel like a lot of times people will often remember more than like a main quest. And I, at least with me, I've, I've mentioned before that I find the world to be kind of what draws me into this. But I do like the characters and obviously stuff like that. This is one of those characters that just kind of like the way he was designed and added to the game. It's just so unsettling mm-hmm. <laughs> that it's kind of always been one of those quests that I remember. And it sits with me. And I'm just like, oh, gross. Like that there, there's a there's a villain I have no problem with dropping. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, he's not like a big bad. Like we talked about Mirak last time. You can basically miss this entirely. Absolutely, absolutely. And we talked about Mirak being like a rival last time and how um, that was so such a cool thing to add to the game. Somebody who legitimately felt like a real like a real threat. Somebody who like steals the dragon souls from you and and really gives you a run for your money. And, you know, like this guy is not not a huge threat like he's not a difficult fight but he's the kind of villain that when you put him down like like you said you feel like you're making the world a better place it's like wow i guess i'm not that bad of a hero in this series it's like i do a lot of questionable things but at least i'm balancing it out with something like this right yeah even if you're playing kind of a more more of a darker uh, playthrough where you're just kind of stealing stuff from everybody like you're definitely better than this dude yeah (laughs) yeah and and it's just yeah the the creep factor in the way he was designed it really what i think it is and it it's kind of like hinted at by rob the princess here it's like there's a very real comparison to his personality where it's like that's unfortunately a, a personality that you know is troubling irl and then you relate it to somebody with this and then they actually make them a threat because they have you know, supernatural powers. It's just like, it's pretty disturbing. Like it's, it's really just like a disturbing thing because it's, it's real enough that you can make that real world connection still, which is, I think what makes it extra unsettling as opposed to just like, aha, I must omnipotent power coming to destroy the world. I'm Moloch ball or whatever. Right. Right. Specifically with this, it's like, ugh, this is almost relatable. This is horrifying. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like if you were to give uh, like the the dregs of society more, I don't know, uh, more power. I mean, really, this is what comes down to it. More power to really. And and in some cases that happens. And usually that comes through money and influence. Sure. You know, and and like, I mean, heck, think about somebody like Jeffrey Epstein, you know, like like we have people who do terrible things to other people, children and women and and minorities. And and they, they, they abuse their power over the people that they can manipulate who are put in situations that they can take advantage of them right. you know uh the poor you know like uh, just any you know anybody in their control uh, the yeah. people who work for them whatever they they, they manipulate right. these situations and i mean without is, without getting like too involved with but like even in our own game space that whole fiasco around like the activision blizzard thing yeah. it's yeah to a degree like that's like it's it's really gross that it's like this is a thing that's you know, unfortunately, part of the real world, too, because as we've mentioned before, Elder Scrolls has a lot of parallels to the real world and stuff like that. And it's like it's drawn from stuff like 
you know, real world events, real world parallels. And they're not all great. Like a lot of them are very unsettling. And this being a prime example of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, it's interesting how they take things that happen in real life and the psychology of real people and then they move them into this world and they go okay but what if this person was a necromancer because it makes sense right they, they want control what greater control can you have over somebody than controlling their remains you know sure. like, both both murdering them because you're a psychopath <laughs> and then controlling right. their body from that point on is just like so dark yeah, it's so really dark. screwed up. Really it's, screwed it's up. It's going for like dominance over the person, like their existence, which is what's so unsettling about it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's some other details that we're going to get into with this. But first, we have to thank our patrons and we've got a new review. And so we'll be right back. The skies are marked with numberless sparks, each a fire and everyone a sign. Man, you guys have been just amazing these last few weeks we've got a bunch of new patrons to welcome welcome on board again uh so we're just gonna get through the list real quick we've got uh quaid h and david b and jason h and logan s and andrew c welcome to the patreon and that means that we are up to a total of 77 patrons good you, lord you guys you guys are amazing and a big thank you to our daedric princes our tier five patrons who get shout outs every week mr gami boy and noodle El dente still holding the those spots so thank you to you guys and all 77 of our patrons and um man you guys are the best so thank you if, if we've done anything to get, help you get through your work day your drive to work your workout or trying to figure out where you put your glasses before you do a podcast then go to patreon.com slash elder scrolls lorecast and check out all the different tiers because you can get ad free episodes and even t-shirts which i've seen some of the pictures you guys have been sharing i saw the boethia yeah, one those look cool yeah it looked really really cool and again i'm super jealous because i mean i've got my brotherhood t-shirt on right now but i didn't make this one and i got it from uh one of those online stores but yeah man. i was gonna say i've got my uh elder scrolls light jacket hoodie thing but yeah. it came out of a loot crate i think <laughs> yeah but like the cool ones that we've got up on the patreon store are just for you guys they're never going to be anywhere else we can't even get them and they're just for our tier four and higher patrons and of course tier three gets the sticker versions so if, if you're interested in that stuff go check it out and we also have a review this one comes from and i don't think we covered this one even though it showed up on the eighth which was before last week's episode but i don't i don't think it came up um let me know if i if i read this one last week but it was from oh cracker does that sound familiar from canada i think i don't think so i think you're thinking of the version he was polite enough to leave a review as uh, on Tales of Tamriel too. So if you it was that, you tend to listen to our uh, the other did show he leave us both, well, both, so both reviews? Okay, read out O'Crackero's review from O'Crackero. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he he wrote an amazing with a smiley face with stars. I don't I don't know if he did that on yours too. Uh, five stars. Just list, Just started listening to these two guys, and these two guys have a great rapport. Very entertaining. I'm a returning player and have just. Uh, and just listen to the lore I'm sorry just listening to the lore makes me want to come home and load up ESO so uh, oh cracker oh thank you so much and uh, thanks for keeping our head warm up there in Canada so, for being America's hat so my favorite part about this is which I can do to tie in we're going to do cross show tie-ins here um, this is actually I didn't realize you listened to both shows oh cracker um, so 
this is the network that I suggested you find the Red Diamond Curry on if you're looking for a group on Xbox. Yeah. That's where O'Cracker O plays. And he was looking for, a, or, or they were looking for, um, what do you call it? A group of like-minded, goofy, fun things to play. And so the, this is your place. This is this is the, the mm-hmm. network to find them on. I had no idea that you listened to both shows. So, you know, glad we can entertain. Yep. Those guys have a, have a great guild and they also have an awesome show. If you're into, um, they, they've got a lot of tips for gameplay, especially PVP stuff. So Red Diamond especially Courier. getting into it and stuff like that. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, another awesome podcast to check out. They're also part of the Robots Radio Network. So go check them out. Um, but yeah, so thank you to all of our patrons. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for tuning in and let's get on with the rest of the show. Yes, yes, you're entirely brilliant. Conquering madness and all that. Blah, 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 blah. So this episode got real dark. And uh, yeah, this uh, one's uh, this one's pretty this one's pretty dark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, apologize if this was a little a little uh, vomit inducing. But I mean, this is just where these games get sometimes just get a little, little it, creepy. It can happen. Um, there's, there's some quotes and some other little trivia bits I wanted to cover about this character before we wrap up the episode. Um, so some of the quotes that in are are interesting because they depend on the the gender that you are, or I guess the sex that you are. Yeah, you, you choose your sex. You don't really choose your gender. But um, if if you engage in combat with uh, good old Arundel. So if you engage in combat as as a woman, he will say things like, ah, another plaything from my collection. Of course he will. I'm sorry, I just vomited again. Um, If you engage in combat as a as a man, he will say, what an intruder attack my lovelies. Because he doesn't want Uh, you as his plaything. Yeah, I say. Yeah. I'm amazed he doesn't yell out like "no blast competition." Yeah, I know he doesn't say that. Like, no, <laughs> he's so so concerned with himself and being a creep. Nope, nope. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> no, he he doesn't say that. Um, and uh, if if you stole his soul gem or he stole the soul gem, which is part of the stuff you do here, he says, uh, "What's happening? No, leave me alone." Which is just another one of his quotes. He, he has a few things he'll say, right? Um, so this is interesting. Uh, the Yingvild ghost standing next to his throne can be turned against him by sneaking by them and taking the soul gem on the pedestal. So the soul gem is tied to, I guess, the ghost ghost spirit. And so if you possess the soul gem, then it will actually start attacking him like he can no longer control it interesting which is kind of cool right i'm not sure i knew that <laughs> yeah that that does not set like that sounds like i i don't if i've ever done that that seems wildly accidental mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. but it makes you want to try it out again and be like okay if i can what if i sneak in there and just take the soul gem will the ghost kill him right you know, right like maybe he <laughs> right. maybe the only reason like in the journals it seems like he has this like moment with the ghost form of the the maiden where she like you know like oh this is this moment with this maiden the ghost form is like revolutionary right but that's only because he's controlling it not because she wants to be there mm-hmm. right but so if you take that power away from him and it rebels against him 
that's kind of like the best version of revenge right <laughs> which is kind of cool. very satisfying like let, let let them get payback as well and you get to just witness the payback mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so um and then the the uh the unique dialogue the what's happening no leave me alone is specifically tied to um the when you and it says here if the soul gem was taken off the pedestal and the ghost kills him and then he is resurrected as a dead thrall like you resurrect him Arondil will use his unique dialogue about the soul gem whenever in battle <laughs> <laughs> nice like he'll just keep yelling what's happening no leave me alone that's pretty funny like so that like line of dialogue keeps coming back up again like like he's just forever tormented by the fact that like tormented by it like he is now being controlled by somebody else fitting end i love it right which is great like i wonder I mean, whenever you in Skyrim, whenever you go through like one of those like actual doorways that reloads a new zone, like you can't actually take like a body with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it'll despawn. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Because, yeah, you activate the door and then like if you were dragging it, it would it would drop it to open the door. Right. And it just goes away. But right. I wonder if there's a mod that allows you to like actually do that. Like to put it in your inventory, take it through and then drop it again or something like that would be amazing because then you could just like or to, to like maybe there's a mod that like allows you to enthrall something like to raise something as a zombie and then that turns it into a companion like it redefines it in the code yeah. as a companion so that it just continues to follow you like any companion would like wouldn't that be amazing to just like i would be pretty entertained by that yeah to like get the final like one over on him by just completely making him your thrall for like yep. oh man that'd be forever. so satisfying yeah that would that would be the best i would be a big fan of that big fan and then whenever you have to do something absolutely terrible just making him do it <laughs> <laughs> I I question though what we would consider terrible from his perspective though. I'm thinking just like, anything just painful. Be like being polite to people would that oh, be yes. his undoing? Yeah, or especially women. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like hold the door for these. <laughs> just ladies. hold like, the door. Like be civil, be polite. Like and it's like no. And hey Rhonda, we're gonna go internally. We're gonna go. We're gonna go to dinner with these nice ladies. Give them a compliment. Yes, and we're not going to do anything creepy. We're literally just going to be polite. Right. Like, hey, can you pay the tip, please? Yes, because <laughs> we are not monsters. We're just going to be civil, and it's going to. And I'm going to watch your soul leave your body. <laughs> What's happening? No, leave me alone. Arondel, come on now. Okay. All right. All so. right. <laughs> when are you going to let me die? <laughs> Not Big yet, Arondel. Not yet. Oh, also, see those spinning blades over there on that trap? Yeah, <laughs> you're going to navigate that and pull the switch on the other side. Yeah. Make this <sighs> safe for me and everyone else who would like to go through this area. And then hold the switch for the ladies to go through. Yes. Oh, thank you. Be polite. Be polite, Arondel. Be polite. <laughs> <laughs> also, fight that dragon for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also do these actual horrible things that yes. I don't want to do. Yeah, yeah that, that dragon that can just bite your head off. Yeah, go kill yeah, it. Work on that for me. Yeah, you go kill it. I'm going to hang out by my horse. <laughs> you go fight I'm it. I'm going to pick these flowers. I'm going to go pick some flowers. I'm going to I'm going to gather. I'm going to just gather some food. 
minus yep. or while you fight the dragon. Good luck. It'll be fine. You'll be fine. Oh, what if I get killed? Well, you, you can't die. It's I'll just fine. resurrect you no, again. Th- don't worry. You showed me all this necromancy. <laughs> yeah. I got this. I'm just going to use your re- necromantic spells and just resurrect exactly. you over and over until you beat the dragon. Don't worry about it. Personally, I'd say we're heroes. I think that this is the best solution. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a rondel. And, uh, yeah. Um, yeah and he's a huge creep a huge creep and that is the best solution for you know getting back at him for being a super creep um yep. poor uh poor milkmaid though i mean other than giving yeah, her the I, final say and letting her she kill had him. kind of an untimely end yeah which is a shame yeah but you can keep the other the other ladies in don don guard safe which is that's nice so Yep. At least there's that. So, so that, remember, on your Skyrim playthroughs, <laughs> do the world of Tamriel a favor and get rid of people like this. Right. I think I think we could do even one better, though. He does walk around in a uh, necromancy robe. I think we should okay. make him wear something that says he's a real gentleman now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what specifically do you have any ideas i'm trying to think of what we i i want to make it like what is something in game you could use too yeah i'm just I'm thinking, really I'm thinking, i mean he looks like a total creepo like if you actually oh, yeah no and and if you haven't seen uh well i was gonna say that the photo that we used for the tweet is from the uesp correct yeah yeah i just pulled yeah, it from that i was gonna yeah. say it, it, look up on the uesp what this dude looks like. he is a total creep like He's just got he's just got a creeper vibe. There's really not it's hard it's him. to quantify it. But yeah, it's him sitting on his vibe. throne. He's he's a high elf with like very pale, very pale skin. And his yeah, his cave has like this like dim blue lighting, so it makes his skin look almost like he's dead. Yep. And he's got yep. these like bright yellow eyes and this is like ratty long hair. Like he's I just, assume that's from him just making inappropriate comments. Uh <laughs> Uh, on on well, what would you have for social media on uh on the, Tamriel? I, on I guess the, it'd be uh, using those Nemo spores. Yeah, well the uh the internet. The yeah the Elder Scrolls internet. Right. Yeah. Right. So so that's just it. It's he spends all day sending inappropriate Mimo spores to people uh completely Un, unasked for unasked for <laughs> unsolicited entirely. Right. That's what this dude does in his free time. Right. Yeah, and sending pictures of parts of his body that nobody wants yep, to see. That's yep, yep. I don't think he's showered in forever either. Look at that hair. <laughs> <laughs> there you not. go. Yeah. This was a a disturbing expose. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you manage to uh, make him your thrall and dress him up as a handsome gentleman, please send us a picture on the Robots Radio Discord. Yeah, or I'm trying to think of a good. Test. I see. That's why I I don't have enough. uh, um, Just some of the finery, just some of the nice clothes that you get around Skyrim would be nice. Maybe a fancy hat, you know, something. I'm not I'm not the biggest. um, What do you call it? Um, Fashion scrolls player. So that's why I can't think of any like good, good attire that might be useful. Mm -hmm. Just a fancy hat and some nice robes, I think would be fine. I think that would be good enough. Yep. Clean them up a little bit. That'd be real good. But uh, that's what we got this week, guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the show and it didn't creep you out too much. Lotus, you got anything else going on you want to share? No, nothing too too exciting. For anybody who uh, might not know as well, uh, just because I saw that uh, Rob the Princess was saying that uh, 
Red Diamond was giving them a hand with PVP stuff. Um, the mid year or white strikes may have now has just kicked off. So there is a, uh, event in the PVP section of, um, elder Scrolls online. If you play there, it's definitely worth checking out lots of good rewards and stuff like that. And you won't have to just fight the sweat Lords, um, <laughs> as Deltia would call them. There's uh yeah, there, there's, you know, with more people being in the event now is generally a good time to try because you might find some more people of comparable skill as you get your feet wet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's, it's a lot easier going. Uh, yeah. I personally love this event. It's my favorite. Yep. Yep. And it's, you know, named after a really awesome, uh, gay cyborg from the future. So, yep. Who That's did cool. get a little murder happy at times? <laughs> oh, he goes kind of nuts. We go back yeah. and listen to our Pelinal White Strike uh, episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, super cool, weird, super weird stuff. But yeah, real weird, real weird, um, real yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. Anything going else? Anything going else? Anything else going on? Uh, no, not too much. I was going to say it's just that we, we ideally have uh, you know probably our White Strikes Mayhem um, episode of Tales this weekend, and then. We're getting very close to episode 300 over there. So Jeez. if you, uh, yeah. we, we're basically working on our, our anniversary show, so to speak. So uh, we're still, if, if you know, if you want to send me or, or the official show uh, itself on Twitter or whatever, anything, we are collecting any memories people might have that they found memorable from the show or bumping into people from game or anything like that. So feel free to send them over. It's, it's kind of fun to look back and see since it's uh, much more of a community based podcast than anything I started myself. Cause she's been around a lot longer than I've been uh, <laughs> doing any of this. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Um, let's see. I've got uh, Skyrim with my mom, which shows up on this feed. So if you yep. guys have been enjoying that, then you can always join us on Tuesdays, except for the end of the month, because often that becomes uh, the fallout uh, patron night. So that's fall patron nights coming up next week. We also have the Elder Scrolls patron night coming up next week as well on Thursday, because February is such a short month. So that's already here again. So patrons come join us. And if you want to sign up as a tier four patron to talk with us at the end of the month about whatever topic you guys would like to cover, maybe we can talk about some of our fa- favorite villains. That would be a lot of fun to discuss yeah, with the community since we've been talking about villains. Um, so that's coming up next week. Uh, also, guys are uh, the Elder Scrolls Lorecast YouTube channel. I moved everything over a few months ago from the Robots Radio YouTube channel to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast YouTube channel for all the videos. I still stream on Robots Radio, but once the streams are done, I take the videos and put them up on the Elder Scrolls Lorecast YouTube channel. I'm trying to get that to the thousand subscribers mark. Um, and if you can just drop us a subscription over there on that YouTube channel, then you can just search it. It comes right up. That would be amazing because YouTube's at the point now where they are going to put ads on videos anyway. And if we can get to the thousand subscribers mark, then we can actually start making money from those ads, which would be very helpful in supporting the show and doesn't cost you any money. And you can still yeah, skip, I was gonna skip say, the pre-roll subs. ads and subs on youtube are unlike on twitch where those are the free things it's essentially like a follow but it's just different naming right and that way you know when youtube inevitably inevitably puts an ad up which they're going to do anyway we'll at least see a little bit of that money which would be helpful so um so if you want to just take a minute to go look that up and add us add a sub on there plus you can see our faces if you've always just listened to the show you could always just watch a show and you know check us out on there 
and I mean, and by check us out, I mean, you know, check us out in the creepy kind of way. Uh, Looming from the shrubs uh, as a necromancer. uh, I just vomited again. Um, But uh, let's see. Anything else going on? I don't know. There's tons of stuff. Lots of shows at robotsradio.net. And of course, there's all sorts of different stuff during the week on Robots Radio on YouTube and Twitch and everywhere else because we're just streaming everywhere at this point. So um, we'd love to see you guys on the live streams if you can and thanks for being here live stream people chat everybody it's so fun to see your comments during the stream thanks for being here and we will see you again next week with our patron chat and until then make sure that you uh, don't turn into a weird creepy necromancer uh have friends and people who are able to let you know when you're being creepy so that you don't turn into a creepo yeah yeah. Do not grow up to be a necromantic in cell. It is it is a bad look. It's bad news. Bad news. Bad, Don't do it. Bad news. Don't do it. All right. We'll see you guys later. Bye, Bye everyone. Everybody. Thanks for listening to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. If you have something you'd like to contribute to the show, please reach out to us at Elder Scrolls Lorecast at gmail.com or on Twitter at ESO Lorecast. I really appreciate you listening and I'd love to hear from you soon. You've been listening to the Robots Radio Podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. The necromantic incels. <laughs> that sounds like a that sounds like a weird goth band. <laughs> it's like bullet for my Valentine. Yeah. Yeah, like Hey, Boston, what's up? We're the necromantic incels. Yeah, see that? It's a budding emo band right there. But it's spelled like neck, N-E-C-K, romantic, in cells. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think of spelling it weird. Yeah, like neck, romantic, in cells. And the picture is like vampires locked behind bars. <laughs> Like making out. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> this show took another dark turn. <laughs> Hello, gentle listener. Every Friday, be sure to tune in. To what the a- hell are you oh! doing, Ampersand? <laughs> Hi, Charlie. I'm sorry I broke in. I thought I was the only one to talk to myself. Well, I'm letting everyone know about the Fumbling Four and the Almighty Crit. Whee! It's a 5e live play podcast. Join us every week. Where do we find it, yo crusty coot? Uh, anywhere you can get all your podcasts. Woo-hoo! You find it every Friday, you stupid cat. <laughs> <laughs>